Dungeons and Dragons has never been this outrageous. A group of friends bound together to make a cast of misfit characters dropped into a world of chaos. Mystery and reckless attacks, horror and comedy, a mixture of storytelling, dice gremlins, and a sprinkle of bugbear. Every season a new monstrosity awaits these dumbasses. Welcome to Dumbasses and Dragons, a D&D podcast starring four friends and their pet bugbear Dan. A homebrew campaign by our DM, Liz. This is a horror comedy D&D setting in the world of Mulheim, a large country made up of city-states packed to the brim with nightmares and magic. This campaign follows a band of misfits, self-named The Gauntlet, on their way to unify the country under their banner. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Any broken rules were sacrificed for the betterment of the story. As a growing podcast, we hope to evolve and grow with our community, allowing us to upgrade our equipment and better our recording studio. Please help us follow our ridiculous dreams and follow this podcast along. Thank you. Please sit back, relax, and hope that you never find what's lurking in the cove. Welcome back to Dumbasses and Dragons, where my players have no idea what I'm about to do to them today. Let's go around the table and do some introductions. My name is Deborah. I'll be playing Zamora the Forge. The beaten down, tired, and absolutely not loved Forge. I Clara. thought it was Zymora the Force. It is Zymora the Force. You Did said the Forge. forge. <laughs> Which you're also of the Forge, but. Do you know who, who you are? are? I'm really tired, and nobody loves <laughs> me. <laughs> Lily just comes up and gives you a big hug. <laughs> At least I got my besties. And my name is Ed. I will be playing the character of uh, Zephyr, the Air Genasi Ranger who uh, prefers to keep his thoughts to himself. And Super sus. Gregesson these days. <laughs> Super sus. And uh, I will also be playing the Bugbear Barbarian Dan, who starting to feel a little bit better about himself lately since uh, we've introduced all these other members into the party who are also very uh, unnatural, uh, like Elsie and Steve, and uh, Dan's just happy to be included in that. I'm Tyler. I play Yizik, Gladescale, Prince of the Marsh, Champion of the Swords. Lord of all things unlovely. And uh, I am deciding if I really should take that level in Bard just so I can fuck everything before Zamora. <laughs> Mainly just because it'd be fun. And I am Lizzie. I am your horrific DM and malicious inventor of torture. And the last our heroes were, were at the bottom of a cave in the middle of the ocean in Dead Man's Cove. They had met a creature named Steve. He was blue, um, dragon-esque in feature. Like, if someone vaguely described to you what a dragon looked like without wings, um, but was kind of like cute and cuddly at the same time and looked like a puppy, um, that's what Steve looked like. And then he transformed into a teenage boy that was blue with emo hair. Um, And they kind of brought him under their wing. Um, after spending the day kind of doing their own uh, machinations, uh, going to shops, uh, investigating their own kind of uh, personal adventures, uh, asking a bunch of questions, sometimes the right questions, sometimes the wrong questions, 
and they are now on their way out of the cave. Mm -hmm. And our party finds them collectively. The only person that is not among us is Dan the Bugbear, who is standing outside the cave with his foot on the boat um, and eyes on the prize, making sure no one comes out to jump and attack him. Um, I need Dan to roll a wisdom saving throw for me. That's not his strength. Ten. Dan is wise beyond measure. So Dan feels a shiver down his spine as he feels the wind change above him and suddenly the sky gets even darker as if clouds have rolled in. Lightning breaks between pieces of cloud and he hears the screaming of sailors as they are getting the ship back together. Dan turns just in time to watch the ship almost bolt across the water using all of its power from the wind genasi and the water genasi to move it anchor pretty much still in like still down they're trying to crank it up as they're moving the ship as far away from Dead Man's Cove as possible Dan does not have a moment to speak anything as the captain is barking orders Dan sees as the ship is moving out of the way a large beast drops onto the surface of the water where the ship once was. I need Dan to roll initiative. Dan. You're fucking with me, right? <laughs> nope. Dan. He's the man. So how- 14? How far is the party from the beginning of the cave, so? So you guys are about 10, 15 feet. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Mm -hmm. It's gonna take about a round for you guys to get out there. Mm -hmm. If you strength check it and book it, you can make it in your full movement and you can attempt to get out there. But I'm gonna tell you something right now. Dan sees a dragon land on the water oh, an and look at dragon. him. It is massive with blue wings that spread out as lightning sparks between the bones and between its wings. Okay, so we're walking up. It's a 50% incline. Yeah, I need everyone else also to roll wisdom saving throws because we're all within 120 feet. Ah, uh, that's a 13. Okay. 19. So Dan got a 14. Uh, Zephyr got a 14 as well. Uh, so Zephyr and Dan go ahead and roll again. Uh, Dan got a five, and Zephyr got a sixteen. Okay, so when we roll into the first official initiative, Zephyr will go before Dan, but Dan will get one round by himself because he's the only one outside the cave. Um, what did I got a nineteen wisdom save? Wait, I'm sorry. Oh. I so told you guys to do a wisdom save. Yeah, that's why I was so, very that's confused. What it is. Okay, so never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was like, if that was initiative, that would have been a much. Yeah. No. Yeah, uh, what did you get? Higher. You got a thirteen. Uh, no, I actually would have got a fifteen then. For wisdom save. For initiative. No. What did you get for wisdom? Oh save? yeah, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Nineteen for wisdom. Okay. What did uh, 
Except no, for what wisdom. I told you uh, was a fourteen for wisdom. Yeah. Okay, so who got above a seventeen? Zamora. Not it. Okay, so you are not frightened. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone else, except for Yizik, oh. because you're resistant to fear. Um, so. I just want to clarify that we all see the dragon. I'm the only one not terrified. You're the only one not terrified. Everyone else takes a step back, and it's going to take a full round for them to get into motion. No doubt. With my not terrified, I am going to dash. Yeah, you're going to go forward. Um, So what would Dan like to do for his single round by himself? Dan's not the stealthiest boy. Yeah, I really think um, that but he's, he's not intimidate. I think that that's what a bugbear would do. Not a terrified bugbear, though. Well, he's he's terrified. Yeah, no, he is frightened. So he has to run as far away, right, as possible. So and, uh, he I'm also has the for book. Something. He has what? He has the kiff under his foot. So he has a couple options. He can use the kiff to book it and get into the water. Um, he could book it into the cave with you guys, um, but he would have to fight his phobia and risk failing another wisdom save. Or he could book it over the rock and try to swim. I feel like um, I feel like Dan would run towards the party. He wouldn't run away from the party. Okay, go ahead and give him a wisdom saving throw with advantage because he's frightened more of the dragon than he is of than he is of enclosed spaces. Cool. Um, oh, yeah, that's gonna be a it's gonna be a four. He is at the lisp of the cave. He can't make himself go in, but he's got his claws deep in the cave and he's trying to push himself in. But there's something within him that's trying to force him back out. And I feel like he would just let out a loud bugbear just scream. And he does, and it reverberates throughout the cave. You all hear it. Zamora is charged and going up towards Dan. You all back up as you feel tingles run down your spine from the sound of your friend in such terror. Well, that's not good. So, we're outside. Are we able to roll in for initiative I need now? everyone to roll initiative now. Hell yeah. That's a four. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, that's a four. Um, what do we say? Dex, right? Uh, for your initiative? Yeah. Yeah, it's dex, I think. Okay, mm-hmm. so... Sixteen. Sixteen? Okay. Ten. Um, and then, and is Steve going to be, was Steve terrified? Did Steve dash forward? Is Steve still Steve's with still with you guys in the party. Um, he didn't run away, but he's not running towards the monster. Does that oh, make okay. sense? Yeah. Um, he's just sitting there. He, well, he's very confused, um, as far as you guys can see. Um, so, uh, Archimedes got five. Uh, Zephyr, go ahead and roll initiative again for me one more time. Uh, 
I just want to make sure. Are we going to try to talk to this one, or can we just murder 20. Hobo? 20? Okay. So, Lily is going to go right after you. So. And then, his initiative. And then, their initiative. So, the... Order is going to be Zephyr, um, then Lily, then Dan, then Zamora, then your dragon, then Steve, then Archimedes, then Yizek. Um, for the first round, everyone who is frightened has to, cannot use their movement going forward towards the dragon, can use it going backwards into the cave, um, but you cannot bring yourself closer to the dragon for one full turn. Uh, so, Zephyr, you can't go forward, but you are more than welcome to try and do attack, do other yeah. things from where you are in the cave. Um, how how far is the dragon from where Zephyr is currently? Um, so the cave, you're about 10, 15, you're about 10 feet from the lip of the cave and then five feet from the edge of the beach. The cave and the beach are kind of one and the same. And then the dragon is right where the ship was. So within 100 feet? Yes, within okay. 100 feet. Yeah, so um, I'm going to take out my longbow, my mm -hmm. dark wood hunting longbow. Yep. And I'm going to knock an arrow. Okay, go ahead and roll an attack for me. So it's a 26 hit. It does. And that's... 48... Uh... 10. 10 damage. Okay. And as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on the dragon. Gotcha. Okay, so that puts him at that. And I'm going to put down that you've put Hunter's Mark on him. Already. Um, it is now Lily's turn. Um, she is going to fly forward, wings out, and... She's going to grapple Dan as his person. Do you think he would oppose her picking him up? How could Lily's he gonna oppose it. He's terrified. Lily's gonna pick mm -hmm. Dan up. Lily's gonna try and hug him. Um, no, I don't think he would oppose. Um, so she's wrapping her arms around him, and with her wings, she's gonna push up and over the cave and wrench him to the other side. 
and use her entire action and movement to get him to the other side of the cave. And she's holding him while he's in her arms. He is not f- afraid of anything. Um, and he feels very calm and collected. And it is now Dan's turn. What would Dan like to do? He is in the cave or he no, is he's above, above the cave? He's up and behind it. Okay. She used her entire action to do essentially a dash to get up and around the cave with Dan in her arms. For sure. Dan um, is very calm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like he would just say, like, acknowledge that there's a dragon. Yeah. Um, dragon. <laughs> dragon. Um, and as he says dragon, cracks of lightning come across the sky, and you all hear a low growl from deep within a beast's chest that is very large. It fills and echoes across the cave. Is Dan going to do anything with his turn, or is he going to save it? Give me one second. I feel like Dan would still not be sure, and he's hesitant to, while he might not be frightened, mm-hmm. um, he's not frightened and he's certainly not intelligent, but I think he would have enough sense to not go back towards the danger. Okay. Um, so Dan is going to take a moment to collect himself. Um, that makes it Zamora's turn. You are not frightened, so you can head towards the enemy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I am going to head towards the enemy and I am going to, it's like how far away? Like a hundred feet? No, it's more like 30. Like 30 feet away. Like feet are almost at the door of the cave. Okay. So obviously I'm going to use my free actions, blessing of the forge to give me a plus one to my AC. Mm -hmm. And then when I attack, I'm going to use my divine strike. I don't have any... I don't have any distance weapons. So for my like action, I'm gonna just scream, are you here for the boy? Go ahead and roll a, now I have to decide how to this um, are you trying to get it to speak with you, or are you trying to find an answer? If it's here for the boy. Um, so go ahead and roll perception. Thirteen. Uh, as far as you can tell, it's here to eat people. It's here to eat people. All right. Okay. Divine strike. Are you going to come up and out of the cave, or? Yeah, yeah, I'm out on the shore. Okay. Yeah, I'm out on the shore. I talk to it. Ah! All of that. Okay, cool. Divine strike. That's gonna be a three. It does not hit. Goddamn lightning everywhere, motherfucker. Um, okay. And you feel it crackle as pieces of lightning shoot into the sand, and you see it turn into glass, and it's hot, and it crackles as it sinks into the sand. It's fucking awesome. 
I love it. Um, Lovely. With that. Oh, fuck. It's Dragon's turn now, guys. Well, I'm gonna die. I need everyone in the cave to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, lovely. Nat 20. Okay. Um, is Dan in the cave? Nope. Dan okay. and Lily are on the other side gotcha. of the cave. Gotcha. Dexterity saving throw. So, Yuzik got a nat 20. Yup. Excellent. 21. Okay. Mm -mm, not in the cave. Oh, no, you're in front of the cave. You also have to roll. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. 11. Okay. So that is... The reason I asked if Dane was inside the cave or not mm -hmm. was because he has danger sense as a class feature. Mm -hmm. uh, he has advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects he can see. Gotcha. being rolled. Ten. And TBK party. And roll new characters. Alright, so everyone who succeeded with 17 or more take 23 points of damage. Lovely. Oh my god. Samora takes 46 points of damage. Motherfucker. How much HP are you at? I mean, 39. You're okay. alive. You said how much was the half on it? It's 23. Oh my god. So that's like over half his HP. <laughs> and in a brilliant white almost blue bright light you feel electricity light up the inside of the cave and it bounces from wall to wall and you feel your skin light up as everything around you becomes almost frictionless and you feel every hair on your body if you have hair stand up for your scales you feel it zip in between your scales yeah. and Zamora the force to be reckoned with standing at the very front plants her feet firm in the sand as she feels the first part of the ray hit her chest dead on and then spray into the cave and it is now steve's turn uh, i need everyone who's in the cave to roll perception well shit that's a 10. That is a... 15. <laughs> he faints. He's on the ground. Zephyr? Fla falls over. No, oh, uh... Oh, Steve. Steve. Yeah. Steve faints. Um, 
and it is now Archimedes' turn. Um, she saw you take the first hit, so what she's gonna do is heal. <laughs> is take her. dagger and that's what um, she takes her dagger out and slides it across her left hand and instead of blood dripping out of her hand it runs up her arm and you see on your armor on the outside blood just start pooling out from your gloves and run up the side of your armor and into your skin and you are healed for Sixteen points, and she says, "You're a brick wall, and I fucking know it." And it is now Music's turn. Uh, okay, I'm gonna try and run out past our orphan friend. Already, here, I guess. I'm gonna yell out in Draconic. We have your son. That thing. We'll die with the rest of them. Hey guys, she doesn't like her son. Okay. Okay. Now we know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> As if it was a question before. Um, well, it was a little bit of a question. A little bit of a question. Am she I? wasn't answering it. Well, I mean, you also spoke in common. Am Can I we all just stop shitting on common? Like, it's not <laughs> the most commonly used language, you fucking stingy linguists. <laughs> He's like, I took French in college. God damn it, Lily. <laughs> I love you so much, but right now, comment. Am I within attacking range? Don't look at uh, me. Zephyr. What is your reach? Uh, you I, are a cunning linguist. A normal creature, five feet. Um, it. You could definitely reach it because if you're at the water's edge, it's within five, ten feet of you, um, and you're also holding a great sword, so. That's very true. Well, I'm going to try and go do my double swings right on its face. Go for it. Right on its fucking face hole. Which one's the Boop lucky the one? Boop the snoot. <laughs> Boop the snoot. I think this is the lucky one. So that is going to be a 17 and a 23. Only the 23 hits. Okay. Um, oh, fuck, guys. Yeah, I can finally use my big old swordy sword. Uh, I need... I need... 3d6s and a d8. Uh, let's see. Holy shit, those all got six. Uh, that yeah. is that is an 18. 18 points total. Hold on. That's eight. Uh, that is 22 points yeah. of straight damage. Okay. Um, and then. That's four points of extra damage, and I heal those four points. So, so 26. 26 in total. Okay. So. So I want to come on up, and I just want to do a big old swipe right on this thing's face. Excellent. Um, so you come up and try to swing, and the first time it's a little too far away, and it like pulls its uh, mighty foot out of the just 
out of the way and as it goes to stomp down like to get you this time you get it right up on the back of the arm and go straight up into the scales um and you deal 26 points of damage straight into the veins of this dragon and then i'm gonna cry as i'm an attacking rage um it is now zephyr's turn he is able to run towards the enemy I'm gonna do a longbow attack. Alrighty. Twenty-seven. Definitely hits. Oh, I need to do this too. So that's gonna be. So much math. <laughs> Eight, nine. Nine and four is thirteen. Thirteen damage. Alrighty. Gotcha. And um Is that including your hunter's mark? That's including Hunter's Mark. Okay. And then um Board breaker. I can make uh, another attack with the same weapon. Oh, never mind. It's a different creature. That doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, no, it's just the one. It's just the one big boy. Thank God. <laughs> Six thank, more dragons. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. Um, it is now Lily's turn. Um, Lily is going to let go of Dan. Um, and she's going to step up on top of the rock. Um, And she's going to do what she does best. She puts both palms out to the ocean. And you all feel the rock shake a little bit as something slaps up against the bottom side of the cave. And you can hear whales. Not like whale the creatures like whales like of the dead come oh, I thought you meant wow. whales like the country she is scraping <laughs> she's scraping the bottom of Davy Jones locker right now the whales with all those consonants <laughs> no um, you hear deathly wails of something undead as it scrapes up um, and some more go and roll a perception check for me what the fuck well you see Oh, that's a golem. A monster-esque Frankensteinian creature from down below mm-hmm. of mixed-matched parts. Part The faces uh, of the rotten carcass of a shark. Mm-hmm. The body is uh, that really long, and it's got kind of uh, flappy gills on it, and it's got two large, almost like gator-like claws that have been shoved into place. Do not like it when she does this, but it is always effective. <laughs> it stomps up. It works. And it it's, works, but I'm not a fan. You watch as it stomps in front of you and in up beside you, and it takes the paw of the dragon and crunches down onto it, and yeah. you hear a bone or two crack as it rips one of the talons out from the toes. 
Oh, Jesus. Ooh, I'm getting a new sword. How much damage is that, Golem? Uh, so sad. So. Is 16 damage. Not too bad, not too bad. Um, and you watch as some of the flesh on the golem itself starts to mend itself as it pulls sorry, some of the dragon flesh toward itself. Tasty. Oh, could it? So. Yes. Blech. Yes, we're going to make a dracolich. Oh, no. Time for an undead dragon. Um, and it is, is strangely just so into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's now Dan's turn. Um, so where is Dan? Uh, Dan is on the back side of the cave. So it would take his movement to go around the cave to the front. Um, it would take all of his movement just to get to the top of the cave. Um, so he can go around it. He can try swimming. What would he like to do? How far away is he from the dragon? About 30 feet. 30 feet? Okay. Yeah, so, but uh, unless, out of sight. But out of sight. Yeah, he's out of sight at the moment. Um, he can go up and over the cave, but that would take his full movement, or he can go around and it'll only be about 30 feet. It, the cave itself is yeah. the island. So, um, I would say he would go around the cave. Okay. Um, he's going to take out his greatsword. He hasn't used it yet. He's not used to weapons that are slashy, slashy. Mm-hmm. He's used to the weapons that are are punchy, punchy. <laughs> but he knows that if he swings this at the dragon, it will hurt. Yes. I'm going to ask this because I'm a DM that tries to be fair. Is he going into a rage before or after? Yes. Yeah. He okay. When he came around the cave, thank you. When he came around the cave and saw the dragon, he would have entered rage at that point. Okay. Good looking out. Trying to be fair. I did drop a giant dragon on you guys, so. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> I dropped it on Dan first, to be fair. Technically, you dropped it on the pirates. <laughs> pirates, the pirates got the fuck out like, of fuck, there. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> they were like, get the fuck out of here. So that That's on be... danger sense. in martial weapons? He can be. If he wants to take that. But. Uh, more math. Um. <laughs> and this is on doing it live. Okay. I'm just going to assume his normal um, melee, so... Eh, not good. 13? It does not hit. Yeah. Um, so Dan stealing himself for the attack and not wanting to leave his friends and being a good Dan who makes bad guys go bye-bye, he charges to the front and goes for the swing, but he misses and is stood beside Zamora and the Golem. Hmm. And it is now Zamora's turn. Oh, right. So I'm going to run up to where Yizik was attacking the dragon. Uh-huh. I'm going to attack with my war hammer. And I'm going to go ahead and also roll for my divine strike. Okay. That way we can just see. 
So Warhammer does a seven, 18 hit. Nope. Divine Strike. Oh no, does an 8 Don't hit. Don't worry about that. Nope. <laughs> Dang. Uh, swipe, swipe and a miss. Pure and a miss. And a, <laughs> and a fired and a miss. And a fired and a miss. <laughs> this went on for several hours. Mm -hmm. um, so some more uh, misses. Uh, Dang. Anything else? And with that, it's the dragon's turn. Fuck. So, what's your AC? Who? You. Yizik. Seventeen. Does a twenty-two hit? Nope. <laughs> I'm bad at math, so no. <laughs> Seven damage. <laughs> That's 14 piercing, so if you're resistant to piercing, you take half. No, unfortunately not. Just bludgeoning and slashing. Um, and then it's going to be four lightning damage. Okay. And then it's, and that was a bite. You watch as a large maw just comes down and bites at you and gets deep into your shoulder. Um, and you wrench your shoulder out and feel it pull at some of the muscles, and it is bitten into you. Um, uh, okay, well, I'm going to use my reaction then to attack it. Go for it. Since. Oh, sorry. Takes an attack of someone other than you. Never mind. It, it attacked me, so. Okay. Uh, well, on that note, uh, it's going to... So I need Zamora, you, Dan, and the Golem to roll dexterity saving throws for me. 18. 18. Uh, Zephyr is fine because Zephyr's still in the cage. Cage. In the cage. Tell me why with advantage I rolled a two and a three. <laughs> um, that follows. So. A five. <laughs> Dan got a five. Dan got a five. Okay. That's on brand. <laughs> So then Dan takes 14 damage plus one damage of lightning. Um, the rest of you take seven damage um, and one point of lightning damage. What kind of damage was that 14? Uh, the 14 was slashing damage. Okay, is, so I only took half Oh, of that. he is enraged, so bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing. Bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing, yeah. Okay, so then so. Dan also takes seven and one. Okay. Alrighty. Um, so then, with that, it is now Archimedes' turn. Um, who all has been hit? Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. Um, Everyone but Lily. <laughs> and Elsie. Well, I mean, obviously not Elsie. I'm hoping, well, if she was in the cave, she would get hit by the lightning. 
Maybe okay. next time we'll tell her to not eat until we face another dragon. She can eat that. True. Okay, so is D So you all hear from inside the cave, Archimedes goes, fuck off, you big-ass lizard! Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. all feel vibrated. Is Zizek offended? Nah. <laughs> nah, because Zizek knows who she's talking about. <laughs> um, and you all feel vibrant words from one of your favorite warlocks, Phil, and you're like, yeah, fuck off, you big-ass lizard! And you all are healed for 17 HP. Um, as she calls out oh, yeah. to the dragon. Um, it is now Yizik's turn. Excellent. Uh, Alright, so... Can you do a bonus action before anything else? You can do your bonus action first, yeah. I don't know, yeah. Because Misty Step is a bonus action. Yeah. So, I'm uh, going to use Misty Step and I'm going to teleport up above its head. Jump on the tail. How far does Mi- Misty Step goes anywhere you... 30 feet. Yeah. Um, so you can't get to the top of its head, but you can get to its shoulders. Okay. That's a good that's a good thing. Shit, I can't grapple on its shoulders. You though. can grapple its neck, though. Fuck yeah, I can. I guess so. Um, Hold on. He always does this. He fucking grapples first. And then he's got a guaranteed hit because he's fucking grappling. <laughs> Just don't vomit this time. You should be fine. You won't. You'd be surprised. So it's uh, strength versus strength. Uh, this should be interesting. Yeah, I think so. Lizard strength. Also. You've got to be fucking kidding that one. Um, <laughs> I thought you were about to grapple this dragon because the dragon rolled six. Well, plus my ten strength, that would be eleven. So, the dragon only has plus seven. Okay. So, seven, or six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Eleven. So, no. Still, somehow. You hug its neck, but you can't get your whole arms around the dragon's neck, and therefore you're just kind of hugging the dragon. Okay, I'm going to bite it then. All right, go ahead and roll for bite. I'm just going to fucking bite it. <laughs> Tired of this goddamn dragon. There we go. That's a 19. Uh, it does not hit. Shit. Um, so you go to bite into it, and one of its uh, f- bi- uh, like back spines just gets in the middle of your mouth, and you're like, ha, 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 and it cleans your teeth for you. Uh, oh, God. That ain't even that. That's for damn sure. Um, and your you, your lower jaw gets caught on a little bit of the uh, dragon spike there. And then I'm going to scream out in Draconic, Don't fight it, baby! <laughs> um, it is now Zephyr's turn. Zephyr's going to cast Conjure Animals. Oh, God. It's going to Conjure a Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Um, <laughs> I would have been so fucking muffed. <laughs> a dragon to fight my dragon. <laughs> so How pissed. dare you bring a knife to a knife fight? <laughs> Have a so, your dragon, D&D edition. Yeah. Um, 
Um, I'm gonna conjure two giant vultures. Okay. That's neat. Uh, summoned creatures are friendly to you and your companions. They have their own initiative. They obey any verbal commands. If they, if I don't issue any commands, they defend themselves, but otherwise take no action. So they have their own initiative. Okay. Mm, um, I'm gonna have them go directly after you just to save yeah. my sanity. Um. What would you, uh, did you want to do anything for your bonus action or for your movement? No, the only bonus action I have is... Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark. Um, so what would your vultures like to do? Okay. Hmm. First one, um, is going to make a beat attack and a talent attack. Go for it. Get it. Um... The beak attack is a 23. Hits. Talent attack is not hit. No. So it's 2d4 plus 2. 7. Alright. Alrighty. Um, what's the other one doing? Oh my gosh, the other one. I forgot about the second one. It's going to do the same exact thing. <laughs> uh, uh, beak attack was an 18, and the talent attack was a 21. Talent hit. Talent attack hits. So that's going to be 2d6 plus 2. 10. Excellent. Um, it is now Lily's turn. Um, Lily, seeing her husband go in for the bite, thinks that's a pretty good idea right now. And so she is going to fly in and attempt to bite this dragon. We're gonna have a vampiric dragon. No, she didn't make it. Um, she also like got on to its neck and is having a tough time getting through the scales. Um, but she's gonna try. Nope, um, that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, don't worry about it. So don't worry about it. It's Dan's turn. Um. Oh, actually, no. The golem was supposed to go on her turn. Um, the golem gets both hits. That's 12. Does 800 points of damage. No. Um, so, let me write down that so I don't forget. Um, and it is now Dan's turn. Dan the man. He's got a plan. Um, Dan is still in rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
He's going to attack with his bastard sword. I have so many things now. I've got things everywhere. <laughs> uh, Welcome to my fucking life. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a 10 on the die, so it'll only be uh, 16. Doesn't hit. Most, yeah, it doesn't hit. Alrighty. It is now Zamora's turn. Alright. Zamora. <laughs> Perfect. Good job. Um, I'm gonna warhammer. Going for that almost warhammer. Almost <laughs> The listeners almost got an entire episode of fucking Ed eating shit on the floor. He really <laughs> almost fell. It was great. Anyway, what you saying? Does an 18 hit? Nope. Ah, oh, goddammit. Hell no. Come on, Divine Strike. Does a 21 hit? Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. 28. 7, 8. Fire damage. Okay. That's all I got, guys. That's fine. That's I'm something. sorry. So. You're right there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We just, uh, we just almost witnessed a whole, uh, Genasi down. <laughs> Genasi down! Genasi down! <laughs> um, so, who all is on the beach? Not me. Are we not on the beach? Oh, you're on the dragon. I'm on the you're dragon. On the dragon. <laughs> um, so I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw for me. This is gonna be an 18. Excellent. Um, so... so. You take. Would, are you on the beach as well? Um, Dan and, oh, and, and Dan. Zephyr are on the beach. Right? Alrighty, so go oh. ahead. So. Zephyr got a 17, mm-hmm. and Dan got a 15. So Dan takes. Well, because he's raging as well. Um, all of you only take. Eight points of bludgeoning damage, and um, are not knocked prone. Uh, actually, I know Dan is knocked prone, but he only takes half of it because he's raging. Um, half he, of you said half of eight, or no? He takes seven because that's half of the, the damage of the attack. Oh, um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But as, Dan's the only one that's okay. yeah, that's not prone. And the dragon beats its wings down onto the beach. And you hear the clap of lightning as it kind of the air pressure just smacks around you, and Dan is knocked back onto his back on the beach. Um, I need everyone to roll perception for me. Knocked our boy down. 16. Four. Zephyr got a 14, Dan got an 11. Perfect. Um, it is now Archimedes' turn. Um, she is gonna say fuck it and just aim for the dragon. Hopefully hit the dragon. And she... And not me. <laughs> not you or uh, Lily, right? Yes. That. You all watch as Archimedes flings her cloak out and puts both of her hands out and black putrid beams 
of light shoot out of her hands and it runs up the dragon's torso. Lovely. And you can hear from where you're at, almost like sludge slapping up against linoleum, that weird mm. sticky slappy sound. That's an oddly um, specific sound I now hate. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any sounds that you hate? Real or imaginary? I don't know, imaginary. Spiders with flip-flops. Um, but uh, it slaps up against the dragon scales and you watch as her blast sinks into the dragon and you can feel it clench up from underneath you as she deals uh, quite a bit of damage to the dragon. And uh, it is now Yizek's turn. Well, uh, I guess I'm going to stand back on its shoulders and uh, I'm going to try and just take a few swings right at its neck. Go for it. Let's see what we got. That's gonna be a 22. Hits. And that's going to be a 24. Hits. Or, yeah, 24. So, we'll do 3d6 for one. So mm -hmm. that is going to be, what's 12 and four? 16? Mm-hmm. And then 11, 12, 13, 14. Mm -hmm. So 14 and 16, and then plus 2d8, where are we at, 6 and 3, so what's that, 9, 12, 14, or 9, 14, 16. Together is 9, uh, 14, 3, 39 so, damage. 39 damage. Excellent. And then I'm going to heal for two of those d6s, so I'm going to heal for 10 points of damage. And it takes another 10 points of damage, so 49. 49? Yup. Oh, Jesus Christ. Remember, fighter man, fighter, fighter man. man. <laughs> hit some stuff, hit some more. Outside Guys. combat, he's kind of boring. Watch out. It's a fighter man. So I just want to hack at this thing like it's a fucking tree trunk. Um, you take both swings in a V formation and D dig your blade deep into its neck both times. And you watch as black blood runs up your blade and Ooh. runs straight into your palm. And you feel it as it gives you those hit points and it heals you. And you suck the dragon dry just a little bit. Ah, that's lovely. And it is now Zephyr's turn. Zephyr is going to longbow attack. Cue it. Yeah. Um. Does a thirty-one hit? Fucking <laughs> <Get> better. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fifteen points of damage, or fifteen points of damage. Okay. Alrighty. 
Um, Lily is gonna try one more uh, time. Oh, my your vultures. vultures. That's Sorry right. I gotta write those down. You've got them for an hour. Vulture number one mm-hmm. is going to Beacon Talon. Uh, I'm assuming Talon doesn't hit, but the beat attack is a 21. Hits. Okay. So, 2d4. Ten damage. Excellent. And then number two. Um, neither one hits. Okay. Um, it's Lily's turn, and she is actually going to have one more try at biting this dragon. And instead, she just crawls like a spider up the side of the dragon. And is standing next to you. Oh, well, that's nice. Hi, babe. Uh, hey. We're kind of killing it. What is going on right now? I mean, it's a dragon. Yeah. Um, you're doing really well. Thank you. You're you're doing too. I mean, I, I made I made my golem for you. That's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. Um, it, it's kind of hard to bite dragons. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, I, I think I chipped a tooth. Yeah, um, that I, I have, uh, um, I have something that can fix that later. Okay, that's cool. If you, if you want, um, okay. and uh, <laughs> it's now Dan's turn. Um, Dan is still raging. Mm-hmm. He's still a raging bugbear. Yeah. Angry bugbear. Um, and what's fun is Dan is not at full health right now. Mm-hmm. So. The lower your HP, the more damage you can deal while raging if your HP maximum. If below your HP maximum, your attacks deal an extra 1d4 damage. Excellent. Heck yeah. So there's that. So he's going to do a uh, Bastard's Word attack. Hmm. It's not going to hit. No, it's not. Um, which makes it some more turn. All right. <sighs> Get him. I really want to, Get him, but I keep not being able to, <laughs> and that's frustrating. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna cast Flame Strike. Okay. A fifth level spell. Um, it's gonna be a cylinder centered on one point. The dragon. Is <laughs> uh, yeah. an attack like an attack? Dexterity saving throw for oh. you. Um. So what does he get if he fails? Uh, if you fail, it is four. D6 fire damage. Alright. Hell yeah. D6 is this one? Uh, square. Square. Square's cool. Thank you. Go ahead. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 11 fire damage. And creature takes 4D6 fire damage and 4D6 radiant damage. Okay. So go ahead and roll radiant as well. 6. 
11. It's gonna be 21 radiant damage. Hell yeah. Should've done oh. this from the start. <laughs> I just got mad and was like, level five spell slot. <laughs> <laughs> We're done with this business. Um, so what is I going through Zamora's way. mind as she says, th- as she does this? Die, motherfucker, die, motherfucker, die. <laughs> Um, that's it. You're that's like, it. no, Dragon. I'm so done. Gone. Give me the strength. And you feel a warm hand up against your back as you hear Gone whisper in your ear, Yes, my child. Feel the rage. Feel, <laughs> feel the fires of the forge. And you fire off this large blinding light as fire comes out of it and it sprays across the chest of the dragon. And you watch its wings flop back and its head knock back a bit. And it starts to crumble deep into the water. I need Is that everyone it? to roll a perception check for me. 18. Okay. Uh, 12. Because if that's not it, I have an extra... A attack. 14 for Zephyr and a natural 20 for Dan. Hell yeah! <laughs> Is that Dan's last one? or is No, that that's his fourth one. He still has one more to go. God fucking damn it. Um, We're all voting for Dan at this God point. We're it. like, go Dan, go! Um, so, who got above a 15? Me, 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 me! Dan. So, uh, obviously Dan. Um, yes, Dragon is dead. Uh, you watch something come out of the water as the dragon starts to crumble. You and Lily... I'm assuming fall into the water. Are falling towards the water. Um, go ahead and I'm going to have... Uh, are you going to test her acrobatic, her uh, grapple nah, on you? Um, so she scoops you up in one arm and you're f- floating above as the dragon is crumbling beneath you. That's cool. Um, you, uh, Zamora sees something come out of the water uh-huh. as the dra- dragon is falling down. The storm clouds get thicker and the lightning just starts hitting the water around it. Almost as if the sky is having a temper tantrum that the dragon is dead. Dan sees a blue creature of very large size free willy out of this water pierce through the heart of the dragon and devour its heart whole and dive back into the water. Motherfucking heart of the fucking betrayer. Dan does not know who it is. The whale? Dan doesn't know what the blue thing was. Where's, uh, where's, uh, what's his fucking name? Steve? Where's Steve? Everyone roll perception one more time for me. Didn't he pass out? Where's Steve? That's the last we heard of Steve was that he passed out, but I also heard he was blue. That one. A 16 for Zephyr and an 8 for Dan. Okay. Uh, what did you get? 16. So, those of us who have made a 16, you all see something's going on in the spray and Dan points out he's like that what blue and at the words blue both of you go and turn towards the cave and Steve is gone he is not laying in the cave he is the betrayer not there well, shit. Well, I feel like if we get his heart in a fundamental, wholesome way, we have his heart if he's in the party. Very true. <laughs> it's right here. I know where it is. 
and you guys are on the shores of Dead Man's Cove with one kiff, um, and of course a lily with wings, but... And a lily with wings. Um, well, I can only swim back, I'm not worried about that. Steve gonna come back to us? You Steve's, don't see him at all? Steve's gown. Steve gown. Um, how far is the Steve trip gown. back in the kiff? It's a skiff. <laughs> it's a... It's an oar boat. It's a boat. But how, like, how long so would the longer. trip take? It took like, an it hour or two to get out here. It so. took two hours to get here. With a full-sized elemental. elemental boat. So it's probably going to take... You! Yo! Are a wind genasi. Get your ass on the back of this boat and motorboat us all the way back. <laughs> That's not... Maybe. Maybe not <laughs> water though and just like rub him in the water like breathe air breathe air Zephyr's, Zephyr's face is just in the water like <laughs> <laughs> everyone is having a large laugh um, because you guys are all does, kind of does, stressed wait, 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 wait. <laughs> does, does Dan see uh, Zamora push Zephyr's face in the water yeah and Dan is laughing at you Oh good, thank God. I don't want to get Dan, attacked by Dan. For, for a moment, Dan was like, oh God, what's happening? And then he saw her essentially give you a swirly, and he was like, air friend, get back. Yep. <laughs> Very hard back. <laughs> Dan remember getting those quite often as child. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so yeah. And then you eventually let... Uh, Zephyr back up, and Zephyr splashes water at you a little bit, but you are all sitting the skiff, and you're going to use your feet to kick very quickly. Can I go dive down to where the dragon is first? Did, I can... that, did it fall? Yeah, well, it I'm fell into the water. the ocean, so I was going to dive. I can hold my breath like 15 minutes. Go so. for it. Go yeah, for it. Gonna... Um, so go ahead and just roll a strength check for me. Oh, okay. Now what? No. Uh, 19. Uh, so you kind of put your sword in Lily's hand and take some of the thicker armor off and go full lizard into the water. I need me some dragon scales. And you're dra- uh, dragon scales uh, clawing down. down teeth, anything. Um, I need you to roll a perception first and then investigation second. A, uh, 20 on the perception, dirty. And uh, what the hell's investigation? Uh... Not a lot. <laughs> a six on the okay. investigation. Um, so as you're going down, you see its body kind of collapse up against the side of the bottom part of the cave. Um, you see a large gaping hole in its chest. Um, but when you're kind of rummaging around for good scales to use, um, you get like two talons, a couple of large scales. Um, but you guys have beaten into this dragon so Shit. Um, you get enough for like like a chest piece or like a sword or um, like one or two pieces but um, it would take multiple days of you coming down here and hoping that it hasn't been devoured by the sea to get like a full body plate armor oh, shit. Okay. 
Uh, I guess I'll go back up. You come back up, and you are all at Dead Man's Cove. How are we feeling? Like I want to get the fuck out of that. Yeah, I want to get the. I want to get gone. Mm. How would y'all like to go back to town? By this boat? Oh, yeah. Like you, Zephyr, sit on the back and kick your feet as fast as you can. I mean, I can't push too. The boat. Both of you, absolutely. One on one side, one on the other. Push the boat. We should be able to get back before dawn. And then hopefully, go take a long rest. Yeah. So you all get in this boat. Um, I have is, questions. Yes. Um, unending breath. I can hold my breath indefinitely while not incapacitated. Does that mm-hmm. include underwater? Mm-hmm. You're made of air. I also have proficiency in tracking people and creatures. Mm-hmm. So I am going to dive in the water and see if I can tell where um, where Steve Steve went. went. Um, You poke your head underwater. Um, Roll perception with advantage uh, plus your proficiency. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh wow. Uh, Seventeen. you poke your head under and you can see sort of the way that the water is rippling and you can see claw marks up against the bottom of the cave where Steve must have left. Um, And from the way that he came up out of the water, came back down in, and the way that there are little pieces left, you can tell that he headed towards Minesta, but it's not like he's going to shore. He's probably kind of perusing the coastline. And uh, I'm going to come back up and I'll share that with, with the everybody. Rest of the party. Uh, so you all have been told that he's probably, you know, perusing the coastline or is somewhere near the coast of Minista. Um, it is an entire. Minista is. Um, you're a large city. Breath. Can you go get a couple of those dragon scales? Do you want to try and get more? Yeah. I, could, uh, uh, I would like a couple, like three or four. Go ahead and roll a strength check, and then an investigation check for me. Use the wrong d20. That's why I almost failed that perception. Uh-huh. Strength check. Because mm-hmm. that's going to propel you all the way down to the body. It's a seven. Okay. So um, and then... Four. No, that's some uh, strength saving throw. Okay. So go ahead and roll investigation for me. Investigation is going to be... Eleven. So you get down to like the top of its head, but you're fighting currents. You get about three or four scales off the top of its head before you come back up. So I'm going to come back and I'm going to hand those to... Zamora. Zamora. Outstanding. I love this. Thank you so much. Can we go? Let's get going. You guys kick off. Um, it is well into the night. Um, the lights of Minista are out. However, all of you have dark vision, so you can see the town. Um, it's just not illuminated. Uh, none of the docks are illuminated. None of the ships are illuminated. Um, and it takes... Do we see that bitch-ass pirate ship that brought us out here? Uh, um, I got crushed. 
Oh no, it left. It oh, left I thought before it got crushed. It, got crushed. it booked it out of there. Um, I'm about to crush it though. I'm about to crush that miser. Yeah. Um, the ship that miser sent out is back at dock, but from where you're at, you can't tell if anyone's on it. Yeah, and I mean they were just hired. They're just yeah, they're not there. Um, I'm going to say to the party. Um, when we get back to Manessa, I say we go to the Miser Shack and we take care of things. Absolutely. Let's bring the pain. Eh. Let's do it. Murder hobo. Let's do it. Uh, y'all, it takes about four hours, but with you guys doing mighty kicks, you guys eventually get to the beach. You essentially land the ship up on the beach underneath the docks and you all stumble out of the boat. Um, sunrise is starting to come up above the horizon behind you. You know, this crazy thing happens. Anytime sun is rising, even if I stayed up all night, I'm like totally rejuvenated. Like. 4 a.m. to sunrise, exhausted, I could die. But as soon as the sun rises, I'm like, suddenly I'm fine. Let's <laughs> take on this day. And you guys walk up onto the beach, and the city itself is still slightly slumbering. Um, but there's the stirring that is about. He'll definitely be still super drunk. Let's go. Sure, why not? Um, you you guys, suggested it. What do you um, mean, sure, why not? Let's do it. I'm, I'm going to turn to Dan. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to say, hey, buddy. Um, do you mind if I see your morning star? And he pulls it off his back and puts it straight into your hand. And I, can I carry it? No problem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your strength? Uh, 11. Go and roll strength check for me. <laughs> it Seven. drops you to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, he, I he feel goes like... And he's like, yeah, sure. He puts it in his hand. You're like, got this for two um, seconds. You're like, yeah, I got this. Dunk! Straight into the sand. Dan sees this. Yes, and so, he thinks it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Dan would, would take it back. Uh-huh. And, um... I feel like he's got a pretty good read of what's going on, mm-hmm. and he's gonna say, "Give me." He's gonna take the morning star back. Yeah. I, I hit naked man. Hit <laughs> <laughs> naked man. Um, and you guys walk up the beach and head towards the miser shack. Um, as you guys come to it, um, it smells heavily of alcohol. Um, there are no lights on within it. Um, it's very dark, and the dock, uh, the boardwalk itself is very cold. And as you guys walk up to the front door, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to... Didn't I break the front door down? You yes. did, actually. Is there a front door? So you come up to a giant piece of wood that is tilted mm-hmm. towards the frame. Mm-hmm. It's more of a suggestion than a door. Um, mm-hmm. Dan, very frightening. Dan is standing in front of this house. I need him to roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Eight. (laughs) So I want Dan to consider two things. House is scary. 
right? But it's been a while and Dan's been thinking about it. Houses aren't that scary if they're not houses anymore. I want Dan to roll a strength check. You got this, Dan. Fuck yes, Dan. Rip the whole house off. This house is barely a house. Dirty 20. Dan goes, not scary if not house, and you watch him take the morning star and just rip through the front end of the house, and it caves in. Like, without, it's like butter. He rips the front end of this thrown-together shack, and it crumbles down in front of you guys, and you guys are in essentially a half-cooked house, um, and there are no bedrooms. There, There's a table that's crushed underneath the front crush of Dan's blow, and everyone roll perception for me. 20. Perfect. 20. Nerd Natural nerd. 20 for Dan. He picks up a point of intelligence. About time, Dan. Dan realized that uh, houses aren't all that scary if they're not houses anymore. (laughs) (laughs) With Dan, we can. With Dan, we can. Um, And that was uh, 11 for Zephyr. Okay. Um, So you got a dirty 20, you got a nat 20, Dan got a nat 20. Um, You all realize that Miser did not come home. He is not in this shack at all. Cool. But someone did put the board up because there's someone unconscious under pieces of the board. It is the water genasi from yesterday morning. Hmm. Is laying there unconscious. Ah, I don't care about him. Let's go. I actually kind of want to burn this house to the ground. No, nah, because we still somewhat need the town. Yeah. All right. We are still trying to be kings and queens. Should we, like, wake this water genasi up? Is he intoxicated? Nope. Uh, he just got hit in the head with an entire part house. Oh. <laughs> so he's just a hobo. No, he just got taken out. What the fuck are you doing here, guy? All right. I guess um, I'll, sh- I'll try and shake him. He- oh. Ugh. What? Oh, God. Ow. Fuck it. Fucking head. Jesus Christ. Also, I just want to say, we're definitely going to tell the entire town we slayed that dragon. 100%. Yeah, we're going to just be like, we slayed the dragon and not have a whole conversation about the kid. And we're just going to say, yes. And that if he goes back, that way they'll leave him alone because he's dead. Here's a scale in a town. We do have the scales. We got food. I'm going to start, I'm going to fashion this into a necklace. Um, Try and make it. uh, What was this Genasi's name? His name is Barry. Hey, hey. Bucko, wake up! My name is Barry. God, Jesus, that's the worst name What did ever. I get hit with? A morning star. Why the fuck did you attack me with a morning star? Redemption! What did I do? I don't even know you! It, was, it wasn't you, it was that guy. It was miser. The miser. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. Why? Let's burn his house down. Uh, uh, can I, let me, let me get out of the house for now. <laughs> your just, water. So just, come on, scootaloo. What's he's just like, doing here? hops out of the house a little bit, and he goes, well, I came back to get my fucking money. I cast Continual Flame. He owes you money? He stole my money. He stole your money. You think yeah. it's in this house? Uh, no. No, I, That's what I was looking it. for. So if we see him on site, 
On site. Okay, you're one of us now? Uh, what is one of us? Come on, Barry. You got nothing better to do. Better yet, do you need a job? I mean, I don't have any fucking money anymore, so... Barry! Have you ever been interested in running an inn? We are suddenly in need for an innkeeper. I've had worse jobs. I bet you have, you little right. dipshit. Let's go. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, Archimedes, Artemis Fowl. I found you an innkeeper. Archimedes is just rubbing her hands in the back like, yeah, I'm going to zap you so hard, but thank you. But I'm going to kick you in the shins. <laughs> I'm gonna... <laughs> Your shins are so low I wouldn't even have to kick. I just toe tap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. True, true. And I'm not going to stop calling you no names. <laughs> um, and uh, what are you guys doing now? I'm going to go back to the inn. Yeah, we're going back to the inn. I need sleep. I'm passing the fuck out. I'm at still like a little more than half HP. So like, like I'm down to throw hands, but only if necessary. I'm sleeping the whole damn day. Oh, uh, yeah. You guys return to the inn. Exhausted, sludge up to the third floor like miserable. Uh, You guys put Barry at the desk, and he is conscious enough that he's checking people in and out. Um, Concussed, still doing his job. Still doing his job. Got this, buddy. (laughs) And you guys all lay down and take a long rest. (sighs) Thank God. Um, Fuck out. I need Yizik. No. To roll. Decline. Okay. Wisdom check for me. What is my wisdom? Oh, 17. So as you're laying down, you feel yourself drift off into sleep. Um, By the way, um, you sleeping on your back means that every single one of your spines on your back has permeated the bed, (laughs) and you've just shish kebabbed the mattress, and you're laying there completely flat from head to toe, um, not a single fuck to give. Not a single fuck to give. You've just flopped on your back and sank into the mattress as your span, as your external spine just breaches the mattress cushions and pins you, or pins the bed to the floor. Perfect. Um, as you're laying there, you kind of drift back to a memory of home. It's been a while since you've thought about it. And it's been a while since you've cared. Um, But as you're laying there thinking about how you just fucking wrecked a dragon, something that you've never had to fight before, but you've you've fought in more dangerous things than a dragon, right? Sure, yeah. You're thinking back to the first thing you fought, which was your dad. Your village or your kingdom was a marsh. It was very mass, uh, vast and large, and you had a lot of people in the kingdom, but you guys were all very well spread out along the entire country line of leaves. Your father was not exactly a nice guy, but he was a very strong king, and after calling you a freak, and an abomination and a mistake for seemingly taking care of yourself, which is exactly what he raised you to do. You decided you had had enough and left. But as you're thinking about that first time, you wrecked your father. 
with your blast from your mouth, that first bright light where it came out from your teeth and just buffeted off a few of his scales, you remember a face. He was skinny back then, really small. He was a runt of the litter. You didn't think he was going to go where anywhere, and his parents were part of your father's guard. They were warriors and had all but kicked him to the side and told him to do servant's work because he would live up to nothing else. And yet he looked up to you, and the day he saw you use your magic is the day you saw a little something extra in his eyes. And for a moment you realize that tiny dishwashing, sheet pulling, runt of a lizard. His name was Xerxes. And you kicked him around all the time, teased him, called him all sorts of names. And that little kid could he possibly be the man that sent you that letter? There was no fucking way. He was a runt. But you remember that glint in his eye. And you wake up the next morning. It's hmm. been a whole day. That was a weirdest shit dream. Mm-hmm. And the party awakes. Uh, I need everyone to roll a perception check for me. Hmm. How's that eight? How's that eight? <laughs> uh, four for Dan and a twelve for Zephyr. So everything kind of looks the same. Um, oh, you no. guys pass the <laughs> fuck out and you oh, wake boy. up. You're still in your rooms. The inn is still very much sturdy. Uh, no fires this time. That's a Fucking shocker. <laughs> no demons. Okay, yes, yeah, that did happen that one time. <laughs> yep. Um, and you guys clambered down for breakfast for a morning after the day you guys got back. How's everyone feeling? Um, like I was hit by a freaking bus. Or I guess a dragon. <laughs> um, I'm going to say to Archimedes... Have you received any ravens from town? Which one? Anyone. Um, from oh, yeah. Riff and Rath. I got a couple. Like, the first couple of days, they were mostly like, hey, we're alive. Hey, we haven't burnt down the town. <laughs> but, um, now that you're talking about it, uh, since Bender, I I haven't gotten anything from town. Hmm. We should probably check on them, huh? We need like a teleportation circle in the town or something. Here's a thought. Um. On. Our way back to Milheim. Mm -hmm. Because I think we need to return to check on things. Right. We could go through Ilma. 
mm-hmm. on the way and uh, maybe find the arch weapon of Gregesk. I mean, I think that's absolutely a good idea. Mm-hmm. Kind of puts us pretty close to leaves, though. Being a border city, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't we get a death threat, like, last week from that country? It's up to you guys as a party what you would like to do. Um, Archimedes, just like... We did start there. Um, We both saw that they were looking at the town with a deathly glare. So I'm not sure if that meant that they were eating the town or if they had been attacked. Um, But I think we should consider possibly going back because I don't think the betrayer's really gonna go anywhere mm-hmm. anytime soon. Yeah. Probably I think not. That's pretty true. Uh, uh, yeah, let's go back to Milheim. Before we go, mm-hmm. I have something I need to check on. What so would you like I'll, to check on? I'll be right back. I'm gonna look at Zamora when I say I'll be right back. And I'm gonna go out to the beach. Okay. That boy got someone pregnant, I know it. <laughs> At the table, you just hear, is it going, should have never slept with that heir. <laughs> he's good. He's created an heir to the throne. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate that guy. Can we leave him and just go? <laughs> Can we leave him and just go? We gotta no. bury. Oh, we should probably threaten Barry and tell him he has to do, well, maybe not it's threaten not him. Threaten him. I mean, part of the course. But we should tell Barry that he has to send us ravens to keep up regular correspondence, or we'll kill him. I mean, or stop paying him. Paying is much more effective. Sure, that should probably be Archimedes' dig. It's not mine. Archimedes sighs and goes, "Fine, I'll go tell him." And she Since gets up. Since you used my correct name, and walks up to the desk. Um, what is Zephyr looking for? That Archibald. Zephyr is going out to the beach and. Uh, Looking for beaches. Oh, Going yeah. over to the statue. Mm-hmm. Getting that where heart. Two days ago, he saw the a disgusting heart. heart. Yeah. Does is it still there? It's gone. Is there anything in this place? There is a fresh heart. Oh, lovely! It is not bloody. Um, it almost seems dried out. Um, as if it was taken out, left on some towels to drain, and completely dry, and then was left on the altar. I'm gonna pick it up and take it with me. You gain a very squishy, dry, but still fleshy heart, and you can add it to your inventory. I mean, plausible denial, because we do have a heart. It is now a heart. 
I'm not above binding him to some stupid task just to get him off of our tail. And I'll keep my fifth level spell slot open just to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you all kind of come back together, and so what is your game plan? Where are you guys going? Milhar? But Just not through Bender, but Milhar. No, God, no. Through Ilma. Yeah. Um, so you're going to go above Bender, down through Ilma, towards Milheim? Okay. We are where you guys are up here. Minister. Minister. So essentially, if you go straight west and then What's down. that? Those were the abandoned houses. The abandoned houses. So. I, I kind of agree, but... Yeah. You can avoid Glasgow. It will take a little bit longer to go around it. Um, but now that you guys have seen through the illusion, Glasgow were essentially there empty. mines in Glasgow? Let's go find were out. Were the mines real? I know the dwarves were fake, but were the old abandoned mines real? Yep, yeah, everything in the town. I can do something with that. The yeah, architecture is very least oh. bring back ore. Since you still have the forge, should we mess with the dragon scales or not yet? Here. We don't have to. I can always create a mini forge wherever I go. Like it would only take me like two days of. We could always set up a big forge back in Milk. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, don't worry about it. Let's we'll go. just Let's take go. them raw and then be like, oh, I defeated a dragon. Just use them for posterity exactly. until we can create something worth. And I can get some really cool, fresh iron, maybe even some silver out of those mines. Create something cool. Alright, I like it, I like it. Yeah. So you guys uh, gather up. What would you like? We're going to Ilma. Ilma. Ilma, here! I'm just asking. The, so the, whole time, the whole time that Zamora was talking, um, Zephyr's just nodding. He tuned it all out. Um, so what all do you want to take with you? Not Zephyr! <laughs> Um, we should get a wagon. Yeah, we actually should. Um, It'll speed up so um, much. Zephyr's going to take Zamora aside away from the rest of the group. <clears throat> and he's going to look at her and he's going to uh, say, uh, I think you have more interest in this than I do. Let me know if you need any help translating and I'm going to hand her the book of prophets and heretics and anthology. thank you for my book back motherfucker <laughs> god damn ya <laughs> and uh, you guys load up a wagon um, Barry waves you guys goodbye and you leave the boardwalk of do we Mastab. have horses yeah can we call them something stupid, like peanut butter and jelly? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you have one black horse called jelly and one uh, cream horse called peanut butter. All right. As we're leaving town, I would like to annoy my party by singing peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Where yet? Where yet? Where yet? Where yet? There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. I'm gonna cast speak with beasts or speak with animals or whatever. I'm just gonna say I'm so sorry in advance. Which is like we get it a lot. 
You'd be really surprised how many people go, peanut butter jelly time, peanut butter jelly time. I actually would, yeah. <laughs> Seeing as I don't know if we even have peanut butter or jelly in this. You definitely have jelly. It's canon. You have peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. are so easy to grow. Like, I'm sorry you didn't have them in the swamps, but like everywhere there is. Shit. Yeah, clearly you have a lot of shit. Didn't have but, uh, shit. <laughs> but peanuts grow in the ground, and I'm so sorry that nobody that's, has given you any. The next time we amazing. go to a farming village, I'll get you some peanuts, and we'll make peanut butter. It's delicious. Mmm. Sad. I don't even know what that new is. things every day. But I'm bad. Alright, so we are on our way. Where was that map? We're on our Where way south. Weastish? Weast. 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 Um, so, with your wagon, it's gonna be about five, six days. Thank God. To get all the way to Milheim. It'll take about three days to get to Ilma. Okay, and we're going to Ilma. I'm yeah. assuming that's gonna be a very uneventful journey. With no, with no problems. Us. Are there any rhinos that I can see? Excuse Roll perception me? for me. Okay, so you said three days trip? Yep. I'm throwing, throwing perception for all three days. Mm-hmm. 10, 13, 7. What'd you roll for? Uh. What did you roll for? <laughs> Zephyr? Just first day, uh. On the journey, Zeveril Perception, uh -huh. 21, he's looking for a rhino. So, you don't see any rhinos. Second day, Zephyr rolled a dirty 20. Don't see any rhinos. I have a feeling. There's no rhinos. There's no rhinos. Third day, nobody saw shit. <laughs> nobody <laughs> saw shit. Um, Man, there's no rhinos in this whole fucking country. I hate it. You guys I should have taken the north country. That's Maybe it. I'll go visit the mind flayer. We're going to Coontree. Get a I rhino. bet they got armored fucking um. rhinos in Coontree. <laughs> Dan and Zephyr, um, do they see any creatures? Just anything. Is at it all? just wheat field as fuck on our way to Ilma? No, it's uh, they're hilly valleys. Um, there's a little bit of forestry. Um, it's kind of a mixture of open area. You do notice there are no homes on this side of the country. I saw um, armadillo. It's very open, very empty. So it's Illinois. It's Illinois. A frog. Anything. You see plenty of deer. Uh, I feel like what are Dan. Do? I feel like Dan. Its horns? Dan would look at eat it. Dan would look at Zamora and go, "Little lady, dear." Ah, uh, okay. Do you want me to kill it? I could I light it on fire. You, little lady, want deer? No, I don't want a deer. I'm too heavy to she ride a deer. It's a hippopotamus for Christmas. I could get a war moose, but not a deer. Actually, actually, Moose is in Milheim. <laughs> yeah. Listen. <laughs> I guess you could ride him. I could. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised she hasn't tried yet. He, his intelligence seemed very low. Um, I want everyone to roll a dexterity saving throw for me. Jesus. I'd, I'd rather not. That's a ten. I'm gonna get hit. That's an eighteen. Is it? Oh, Zephyr. Is it against something that um, Dan can see? Is he still raging? Can he see 
that's a class feature and not only during yeah. reach. Okay. No, um, it is akin to cannon fire. Excuse me? Can he see a high velocity arrow coming at him? Probably not. So but uh, Dan got a 15 without advantage. Okay. Uh, and Zephyr got a natural one. <clears throat> so, anybody get above a 17? Yup. What'd you get? 18. Everyone who got below a 17, you take. Catches a fucking arrow in the chest. Four damage as your carriage is ripped asunder. You all, except for Yizik, are thrown in opposite directions as Yizik lands on his feet. He sees a rather large being step out from behind coverage of hills and trees. I'm gonna fire an Eldritch Blast directly at, or try to. Adam, and I'm going to say, we just bought that carriage! <laughs> um, I want you to roll an attack roll for me. Uh, 22. Roll damage for me. Was it? I think it's 1d. Oh, actually, yeah. Whoa. Two beams at level 5. Uh, one D10. Okay. hell's a D10? That one. Eight. Um, so you are standing there as your wagon is in pieces around you, and you see a man step out and drop what looks like a human-sized crossbow, but it is much larger. You see tusks and spikes coming out of shoulder, um, broad chest with a giant armor plate on the front, um, but he's not wearing pants. Um, he's got thick boots, and you're like, we just bought that wagon, and you let loose a blast from your mouth, and it hits straight into his chest. Mm. And you watch him bounce back a little bit, and then he pulls out a regular size crossbow. And he aims at you, I need your roll initiative. You said he's wearing what? He's wearing armor? He's wearing a plate a chest plate over, over his chest, but he's not really wearing anything on his thighs. Okay. He's got boots. 21. Anybody else see this happening? Uh, so you all got knocked, so you guys will get to be able to roll initiative after the first attack. So you go first. So um, you got a surprise attack on him. Yeah. Go ahead and roll one more attack or whatever you would like to do. I'm going to yell at him. I'm going to say, I'm going to make you her mate. And I'm going to fire two blasts. Roll intimidation with advantage. Dirty 20 and a dirty 16. It's a dirty 20. Gotcha. (laughs) Um, So go ahead and roll whatever attack you're going to do. I'm going to do two Eldritch Blasts then, I guess. So that's going to be... That's going to be a hit. And that's not going to be a hit. So go and roll damage for the one that you hit. Uh, six. Six? Um. So here's a question. Mm-hmm. Because it says when you use this, when you get a higher level, you get two beams at level five. 
Is that every spell cast? Because it says you get two beams per attack or per spell cast. So it would be per two beams. Spell caster like level. It says or? it spell creates more than one beam when you reach higher levels. Two beams at level five, three at whatever, etc. Right. So is it? I cast it once and I do two attacks. Yeah. And then I can cast it again and do another two. Yeah. Ooh, okay. It's four attacks total. Oh shit! Fighter's fun. Yeah, because you attack and then you attack some more, and then you attack some more. All right. Well, I'm gonna cast. Would you like some attack with your attack? I'm would gonna cast like, two yeah, more beams. Yeah. Would you like some more fighter with your fighter? Uh, well, one is a 23. It definitely fucking hits. And then that's going to be just a three. Just a three? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the three doesn't hit, but the 23 does go and roll damage for that one. No, that was the damage three. Oh, it did three yeah, damage? Three okay. Three force damage. Uh, so that it makes it... No. Okay. Um, I need everyone else to roll initiative again. 13. Okay, so... Hell yeah, three attacks before we did shit. Oh, that's part of the course for those two. God yeah, damn it. Uh, Dan got a three. <laughs> and Zephyr got a 26. Damn it. I finally get something high. He fucking beats me. What did you get? A 13. Okay. So, uh, after that... So you hit him with both those blasts, and then you watch as he pulls back the uh, strings and loads and cocks essentially the crossbow, um, and he's gonna what's your AC? Seventeen. Um, so he misses. Um, what is both of your ACs? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Zephyr and Dan. Late fucking armor, my guy. Uh, Zephyr and Dan. Yeah, <laughs> so Zephyr times. takes one point of um, f- uh, shatter damage, uh, which is essentially the crossbow broke, and he got essentially a splinter at high velocity. High velocity splinter. Oh, you hit me with a pew. <laughs> like, it, it, like, you've got, like, a, a prick standing in your neck. You're like, hmm, that kind of hurt. That was like getting stung by a bee. Mm-hmm. Pluck. Um, you hit me with a toothpick. Exactly. Um, it is now uh, Zephyr's turn. Zephyr's going to cast Hunter's Mark. Okay. And then uh, Crossbow. Gotcha. Oh, God. I have to find my uh, fucking weapon again. You didn't save it? I keep having to like scroll back to it because I'll go to something else and it'll be gone. Save it. Dang it. This one. Okay. Oh my god, that's a natural one. So it hit you in the neck and you plucked it out, but you didn't have time to like pull your bow. Um, So did you want to move for your turn? Did you want to stay where you are? How far am I away from you? He's about 45 feet away. Um, he got you guys from over our ledge. 
I'll stay here. Where you are? Yeah. Okay. Um, it is now uh, Yizik's turn again. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so, question. If I teleport behind him, um, is that going to be like a surprise attack or like an attack of opportunity or something? Or? Behind him, it shouldn't be. No. Um, unfortunately, you would have to have him... Um, what is it when someone else sandwiches on the other end? Uh, Flank? Yes. You would get sneak attack if you were a rogue with uh, flanking, but... I say I am one level of rogue. So you would have to have someone else on the other side of him. Oh, shit, that's right. Like okay. flanking him. Yeah, no, no. But yeah, Noah, you could just teleport behind him and then... You yeah, I'm still going to attack, attack him. Attack him. Okay, yeah, so I'll cast Misty Step. I'll make his pop, I guess, right in front of his face. Alrighty. Ooh, I'm here now. Hello! And I'm pulling my sword up. <laughs> Hello! That's going to be a, a 30. It fucking hits. And that's going to be a t- dirty 20. They both hit. Uh, give me like f- 10 minutes. I have to roll like 40 dice. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, which ones do you need? Uh, that's a 14. Oh, no, I'm good. That's a 3. Okay. So that's 17. What we got for Where's my D8? 7 and 4 is 11. 17 and 11. So what? Uh, 17 11 is 28? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 28. No, I'm still gone. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and then that's another 10, and I heal from that 10. So 38 damage. So I'm going to just cleave, try and do an X cleave on his chest. Try and do an X? You, you did do an X. successfully do an X. <laughs> um, well, I'm still full health, so whatever. It is now uh, some more turn. All right, he's about 45 five yeah, feet so away. Yeah, so you have to get closer. So, no, I just was, I just want to be like, what the fuck, buddy? What's what's going on, Mr. Guy? You are enemies of the state. And I have hereby accused you of treason. Bitch, we are the state. But you don't hear that coming from the guy that's shooting at you. Oh, okay. You hear it from the guy that steps over the valley. He's a familiar face. Who? Carter steps up onto the valley. Who the fuck's Carter? 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 Oh, listen here, motherfucker. We're gonna go ahead and do flame strike on Carter. Who the fuck is Carter? Carter is that guard that got away back in Milheim. Oh my god, that that is Fuck Rick, that guy. That's Rick very and Raph joined the party oh, his, and his Carter buddy, got away. His buddy ran, yeah. Yeah, Carter oh, got so away. Did go home uh, and report. Carter was under Kiev's. Carter was his uh, right hand. Kiev's died. Or did he leave before that? No, he knows Kiev's is dead. Damn it. And he's pissed. All right. Well, roll for that dexterity. No, where's this one? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to make a dexterity saving throw, Carter. Uh, what's the DC on the sixteen? He makes it. He makes it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, D six, not this one. Not these ones. I need the other ones. The squares. Yeah. Carter. Okay. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, six. Fire damage. Four, 
five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So five radiant damage. So all together, eleven. Yeah. And then divine strike. Okay. Does a thirteen hit? No. It Ah, motherfucker, but you know I'm coming for you, Carter. <laughs> um, you see him step up, and he goes, Murderers! Enemy of the state! Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> you enemies of the state! You just see Samora go, Let's go! And she just fucking... <laughs> uh, she loses it. You know, she was kind of pissed about the dragon, but Carter... <laughs> Fuck that guy! <laughs> Over here in my fucking place, I don't even have fourth level spells planned. I'm pulling them out to put them on his face. Um, and uh, he looks at you and he says, We are coming for you and your stupid crew and I hope you burn. And he pulls out a spear that he slaps against his knee and it engulfs in flame. Who, Carter? Yeah. What the fuck? And what's your AC? 17. You watch as the spear goes past your head embeds in the earth behind you and you can feel the warmth of the flame on your back. And he pulls out another spear from behind the hill. What the fuck? Is he a spearmancer? What the fuck? Who gave him this fucking, like, oh my god. Um, it is now, uh, Zephyr's turn. Zephyr's gonna look at Carter and say, we are the state. How, f- uh, much- Liar! Betrayer! Traitor! Murderers! How close is Carter to the other dude? He's about five feet from him. Five He's feet? on top of the hill. What shenanigans are you pulling? Longbow attack to Carter. Okay. 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 Oh, that hits. Mm. That is a. It hits. I swear to fuck. Don't even. S- don't even tell me. I don't care. Just it hits. Roll damage. <laughs> it's a thirty-one. Fuck that off. That definitely hits. <laughs> uh, one d eight, which is this guy. Three, four, five, plus nine. So nine total? Yeah, nine total to Carter. Uh, and then because Horde Breaker, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to do a longbow attack to the other guy. Seventeen? It hits. Do nine, ten, He's dead. eleven. How would you like to do this? Who is this? Mm-hmm. Carter's dead? No. The other so guy? The, uh, I pull back my bow. Mm-hmm. And um, I let loose an arrow and it pierces him directly in his heart. Blood squirts out onto Carter. 
and he drops to his knees. And you hear the clink-clink of his chest plate just, like, clanging to the ground as he crumples over. And as a bonus action, I can move my hunter's mark to Carter. Excellent. Um, It is now Yuzik's turn. You have a little bit of blood on your face as the man that was in front of you topples over. Hmm. Huh, huh, huh. I wanna... I don't know if I wanna intimidate or attack. Um... How far away are they from me? He's about five feet from you. Carter? Yeah, because he's on top of the hill that's right next to you. Oh, shit. Oh, I thought he was far away. Okay. Which explains why he was so fucking bad at throwing that spear. I was going to say, what? So, like, the the whole damn thing's on fire, right? Yeah, the spear's on fire. Like, if I touch it, I'll probably get burnt? It's still fire, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. So, I am not fire. I am not fire. Uh, I am lizard. I am fire. I'm going to grab his buddy's corpse. Uh Uh-huh. You're gonna hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker. I'm gonna hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker. (laughs) I'm gonna grab his buddy's corpse and I'm going to run up to him and I'm going to just try and beat him with it. Roll an attack roll for me. Sure thing. What am I throwing into it? What did you get? A seven. Um. Now I gotta look up how much attack damage a corpse takes. Corpse does. Why do you do this to me? Is it because I threw a dragon at you? I have the strength. I shall no, use it. No, you threw Carter at us. That's exactly yeah. why. The audacity I of could've... bringing that punk bitch back into this game. I forgot he existed. He was like, who's Carter? Why are we mad? What's happening? Oh. That bitch. Alrighty. Um, so... It's a plus four to attack. So that's 11. Uh, it doesn't hit. Okay, well. Would he get his uh, strength bonus on top of that since the corpse is technically a melee weapon? No. Because if so, he's 100% crushed. I'm not letting you. <laughs> I say, all right, well. Sorry, Carter, I didn't mean to scare you, and I'm going to take my actual sword out and try swinging at him. Go and roll a second attack. Sure thing. Uh, does a... Ah, shit. Does a 15 hit? Yes. Oh, okay. There we go. Let me roll. Oh, God, Jesus. Let me roll my 45d6. Uh, yeah, there we go. What's that? 4, 8, 12, 16. Uh, 20. Give me a minute. 27 damage. There's no gotcha. fucking way Carter has that. I'm just gonna fucking cleave right into him. You cut off his right arm and cleave deep into his hip. And as, this, and as a bonus action, I'm gonna pick up his arm and I'm gonna start eating it in front of him. I'm gonna say, this is, I'm coming for you, buddy. Um, roll intimidate with advantage. Oh, yay, I love doing this. Well, does a 27 hit? Just throw the other one, see if you get a gnat. No, that's only a 21. So, he starts screaming in fear as the pain starts to set in, blood starts to gush out of his shoulder, and he crumples to the ground. As so you should. And all you get out of his screams are, We're coming for you! Who's we? 
Fuck you, that's who! Traitors! I tried to be nice, Carter. He's Murderers! Dead. He's still alive. Whose role is it? Who's next? Uh, it is your turn. Actually. It's my turn. Okay, motherfucker. I'm gonna run up to him and Warhammer. Go ahead. Warhammer his face. 17. It hits. Haha. <laughs> Motherfucking Warhammer piece of shit. Three damage. That's okay, because I have second attack. Go Hell ahead. yeah. Spiritual weapon. 12. Well, it hits now because he's missing an arm and he's on the ground prone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eight damage. You come up and you're like, I don't like your answer, and embed your Warhammer straight into his skull and you watch as it shatters before you. Yeah. And Carter is butt sludge on the side of the road. He that's, was butt sludge before this. That's <laughs> an interesting idea. Um... Now, Yuzik and Lily have uh, snacks for the road, though. That's very true. I really uh, like the fact that they garbage disposal up the corpses after us. I I'm, like the I'm fact that we've ne- left no bodies. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna it use, makes things better. I'm going to use a feature I haven't used yet. I'm going to use card- Cunning Artisan. Uh-huh. Oh, God, um, what are you going to do to his bone? I can harvest bone and hide from a slain beast construct, dragon, monstrosity, or plant. Cr- oh, he's not a beast. Never no, mind. he's a person. I was going to turn his head into a club. And I was just going to bring it to whoever he hired. I mean, you can definitely clean up his skull and just bring it with you. Yeah, all right, why It's not? my new cup. It's going to be like, oh, you're a quad, though. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you guys are about half a day's journey from Ilma without a wagon. But, uh, that's... Lizzie really hated that wagon, didn't she? No, um, the archer got a nat 20 on He was his. like... Boom! <laughs> Originally, he was just gonna shoot at the wagon and like disrupt you guys, uh, but uh, no, he he rolled a nat twenty, and so the wagon had to go. I liked that wagon. Does um? We're a day and a half away. Uh, no, about half a day away. Half you guys can see the city from where you guys are. <gasps> um, it is a hilly grass stock town. Um, it's got large wooden buildings. Um, it's not as big as Minista, and you can't really hear any voices or anything like that from the, the distance that you're at. Um, but it's on the horizon, and you can see that, unlike the other towns which had like stone or old architecture from the previous kingdom, this one seems completely just built brand new. Mm-hmm. I really think that we should take a rest and like game plan before we go into this, because last time. We just kind of rolled in. Zephyr had a full panic attack. It was... We became the owners of an inn. We became the owners of an inn when our child... And speaking of that, I need Zephyr and Dan to make three wisdom saving throws for me and tell me what they are be- between the ones. Jesus. Oh. For so each day. Time. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dan's first day, uh, 12. Which makes it just a 12? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what did Zephyr get for his first day? Zephyr's first day, a 14. No. Okay, so go ahead and roll for second day. Dan's second day, an 8. Zephyr's second day, a 18. So Zephyr finally feels the fear of large crowds leave him. <laughs> Fucking erasing that off my character sheet. Oh, uh, yeah. 
And go ahead and have Dan roll one attack. Dan's third day, a natural one. Dan still fucking hates buildings. <laughs> Do you know how low the DC is now for Dan? You know how long this man has been rolling to get rid of this phobia? <laughs> and his rolls progressively get worse? It's been like two weeks now. He's still afraid. The DC is not that high. Especially because the first day it wasn't that high, but it got lower each day, and he still didn't fucking make it for a bugbear who just got smarter. He knows what he knows. He, he knows, knows what he building's knows. bad. Buildings are bad, but they're not as bad if they're not buildings anymore. Mm-hmm. And he, he's working through it. Give we're working through it. We don't have a licensed psychiatrist on our party. Okay, so Dan got smarter. <laughs> but he didn't get more wise. <laughs> that I is definitely it. true. Intelligence is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom, Wisdom is, is whether or not you put it in fruit salad. Um, so, what do you guys want to do? I want to make camp. I think that's the best point, And mm-hmm. I think we need to game plan what is going to happen. Because that bitch Carter said we a couple times. That makes me inherently uncomfortable. Which means someone's plotting against us. There's definitely a second, secondary force trying to take over the country. What? And also, mild thought came to me that, what if instead of taking over Uller up there in that other country in the north that I don't remember the name of, um, what if Marcus the Mind Flayer took over Kiev's? That could be a problem. I don't. Good. I don't think that's what's happening. And also, this child is eating things, and this list and the fiend, and he's gonna come back anytime. Hi, just have concerns. I mean, we did just fell a dragon. Worst case scenario, we could lock Marcus in a room for a few days with Elsie. He's, but he's in been. But he's already been in that situation, and he manipulated it. He was feeding her people that he got to come to a fake town for probably years. That's why we go find, like, a cave or something. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, either way, yeah, let's not just go in guns blazing this time. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a good idea to talk about what we're going to do. What are we going to do? What are we gonna do? That's what the question. are we going to do in Ilma? We're supposed to be getting the what's the thing in Ilma? The arch weapon of Grigas. The arch weapon. Oh, you brought us to the town where your deity's arch weapon is. It's what we need for your bow. Well, it's been seven days and he hasn't visited me, so I don't think we're a thing anymore. I'm going to um, take out my eye, mm-hmm. and I'm going to commune with Brigesson. So, you see rolling trees, but not hills. You see low water and moss, and you see him come up and go down through weaving uh, knots of roots and trees um he's in a marsh but he's not in bender 
Hmm. He's also no longer in Milheim. Milheim. He's not in Milheim. Um. So are you guys making camp here? Yeah, yeah. we'll do outside the town now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you guys make camp with uh, the remnants of your wagon. Um, the bodies are gone. And uh, as you guys are laying down, um, Zamora kind of comes to a realization that he said that he was coming back and that there was a tense moment where it was either I'm going to summon you back or you're going to come back and for a moment you're kind of contemplating whether or not he might or he might not and on that in the wind comes a white dove and drops before you and there is a small wrapped package. Oh my god. Of Very course. Present. Cool. I open the package. Inside the package is Perfect presentation. A letter and a black satin sack. It's very tiny. Um, it's got red drawstrings on it. Um, and when you open it, there is an eye in it, but it's not a human eye. It is a glass eye. Um, and it looks crystal-esque. Um, almost kind of like someone put a diamond shaped like a, an iris into a clear sphere with liquid and so every time you move it the eye turns to look at you. Oh, that's terrifying. Um, but... Uh, Terrifyingly cool. <laughs> you pull open the letter and uh, there's nothing on the paper for now. There's nothing on the paper? I cast Continual Flame in my hand mm -hmm. and I put the paper in front of it and there's still nothing on the letter? As you put fire in front of it, you get a like a moment where the letter, the paper starts to crisp out on the edge, and then words form along the paper, and it says, "My dearest hothead, <laughs> I thought this would be funny. Hope this finds you well. I enjoyed the picture of Elsie. She looks exactly as I remember her." Yes. <laughs> uh, the bugbear's a nice touch. Thank you for bringing her along and keeping her safe. She means a lot. I hope this gift aids you where you're going. Love, Marcus. Where the fuck am I going? Okay. All right. All right. I... I'm going to investigate the eye. 15 on investigation. Mm -hmm. So it is magical. Mm -hmm. um, you can't tell from the outside what it does, mm -hmm. but there's an urge within you to break it. So you know that if you were to shatter it, it would complete some sort of ritual. Um, but you're not quite sure what it does. Okay, I cast Identify. I uh, burn a pearl and an owl feather so I can learn the properties, how to use the object, if it requires attunement, and if it has spells affecting it, 
And if so, what spells? So it is in obviously a glass sphere. Mm -hmm. um, it is, as soon as you cast Identify on it, you know immediately that it is a teleportation spell. It is a one-time use back and forth. And it is only for one person. It's a very short-lived spell. Um, it'll only last about an hour, and then it'll take you exactly back where you were. Um, and it will only um, work if you shatter it. So oh. you have to, like, fucking chuck it. For sure. Oh, wow. That's kind of awesome. I got a fucking getaway. But uh, then I'll have to come back. But that's okay. <laughs> I put it back in the drawstring. I put it in my inventory. And I'm just kind of like... Kind of sweet of Marcus. Maybe I should actually send him that book that I bought for him as a thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that, let's go around the table and see how everyone is feeling. Samora, how are you feeling? I'm feeling very uh, excited about my budding relationship with the Mind Flayer and irritated about my on fire relationship with a fiend. I'm feeling very confused about wanting to stab one of my party members repeatedly. <laughs> wonder who? Uh, gee, I wonder who. And uh, I'm feeling like I uh, probably won't fuck up this town. We'll see. Mm. How is Zephyr feeling? Um, how is our camp set up? Uh, you got like two, three tents, a uh, little bit of fire. You guys are behind a hill, so you're not like within direct attack, so you guys are kind of hidden, but if anyone comes searching, it's not going to be that hard. So I feel like, um... Zephyr is kind of off on his own. Mm -hmm. He's sitting, um... in the distance, away from the camp. He's thinking about Gergesson, and he's thinking about the choices he's having to make. Mm-hmm as far as allegiances to his deity, his party, and he's still kind of confused, but he's learning to balance. He's learning to balance Everything sides. in between. How's Isaac feeling? Pretty confused about why we get attacked by people and who the hell half these people are, because I already forgot. <laughs> he already forgot about everyone. It's all gone, so. Yeah, he's just confused. He's wondering what's gonna, what unfortunate fate we're gonna befall the next town. Okay. Hopefully, we get to own like a brewery or something. Maybe you guys deserve some alcohol at this point. At this point, I'm gonna go straight to the tavern. <laughs> we're gonna finally go to a tavern. You guys have we, been to quite a few we taverns. Totally tavern. missed the Dragon Piss Tavern, Gargoyle oh, Piss. Shit. We didn't even go there. Go I literally the invited piss. people to go drink with us, and then we. <laughs> never showed up. Yeah, you did. You never showed up. That orc was ready to betray his marriage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You'll have another chance, I'm sure. I'm sure. This one will be a faithful man of whatever species. Oh. I deem as cute today. Um, <laughs> I'm calling it it's going to be an elf. Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're too pretty boy for me, you know? Hey, it's time to try something new. I mean, at this point, I would probably try a lizard before I tried elf. Hey, I'm just saying. If I, I find a, another I lizard. I have a tent. Oh, right. <laughs> well, you're married, sir. To right. a vampire queen, I'm really not trying to die today. <laughs> You'll become a vampire too. Oh, God, no. 
Don't try if, to add me to the harem. That's gross. If we find another lizard, I'm going for it. Because <laughs> we haven't seen any fucking lizards yet. I mean, besides a dragon. <laughs> Fuck you, you big ugly lizard. And she wasn't in the loving mood. No, she was not. And uh, with that, we bid you farewell. We wish you a good night and hope that you stay safe. Bye! Bye! Thank you for listening. Dumbasses and Dragons is a weekly podcast set for new episodes on Friday and mini episodes all about characters and lore on Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.